1: I suggest you shut up and show more football.
2: Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that f- thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I'm saying is true. A, I think I'm a special one. When the seagulls follow the troll, it's because they sing sardines. Be stormed into the sea.
1: Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he was a great he player. A great yes, holder. he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician.
0: I'll take a bow, son. I mean that.
1: Take a bow. I'm going to make you some money this week. Well, I'm interested already. Uh, I, I believe I should be on a percentage thereof. It's not an original idea. It's something that I spotted this morning oh, okay. uh, that Andy Murray is doing. Right. selling that very special moment in your career or life. For instance, the goal yeah. against Watford, mm-hmm. the goal in the Cup Winners' Cup final. Yeah, you could sell that. I'll explain more later. i do that. So it's a very interesting... I'm a, I'm a tad confused. It, fo- yeah. football in, footballers in general, if they go this route, are going to make an awful lot of money. <laughs> an awful lot... More, More money. money. <laughs> Would you mean they're going to make a lot of money? Anyway, welcome. This is the Keys and Gray podcast with myself, Richard Keys. and, and of myself, course Andy Gray. Andy Gray. Um congratulations to all those who have qualified for the last sixteen of the Euros. Yes. I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been brilliant. I will say this again here, Andy. I have on being mm-hmm. sports consistently. I hope we've reached the high watermark of tippy tappy football because for the most part, all I've seen at Definitely these Euros do. is really been good, front foot, exciting, chances created, goals. All of the things we used to pay to go and watch right. before an infiltration of foreign coaches decided passing sideways, backwards, and across the back four for 20 minutes was going to was lead going to, to something special. And 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 it, to be honest with you, it bores the arse off. No,
0: it has, it has been good. Now, whether that's uh, the 32 coaches... Uh, mentality that has uh, instigated that, I hope, because if that's the case, then it might inspire others. I just hope that that's the case as we now hit the knockout stages. Me
1: too. Oh, well, on that subject, by the way, UEFA yesterday confirming, Alexander Cheferin, that uh, the away goals rule has scrapped. Oh, there we go. And not before time. You and I have discussed it oh. previously. In fact, on many occasions. Many. It, it, for many it, years. 56 years ago, they came up with this plan to tease countries from behind the yeah. Iron Curtain to come yeah. and play. Well, now it's the home team that doesn't play. Yeah, exactly. And why in extra time if, if, if the home team scores one, have you got to get two? I know. All of that was wrong. It was wrong. Totally wrong. But what, the, the, way, the way it was wrong is because every time you used to listen to a coach, when we got
0: into the, uh, the 90s and the 2000s, the first thing they say to you is, right, they wouldn't say, right, how are we going to win this game? They wouldn't start with that. No. They'd start saying, right, it's important we don't concede a goal mm. and away goal. That's the first protocol the, w- with this rule in place. Don't concede. Not goal score one. Don't concede. Now it's gone. It should be gone. That's that's a good decision.
1: Um, uh, Commiserations to uh, the Scots, but I do think that, again, I saw lots of good things there. Plenty to build on. I I hope now that Qatar is the target. Yes, it is. I think there's a lot of good lads in that squad, Andy. Uh, Not least McGinn, who Mm -hmm. who I read this week. Fergie said United should have bought two years ago, and now Liverpool are trailing. Yeah. Listen, we did what we
0: could do. I I thought... um, The only thing was that our first game was a little disappointing because that really was an opportunity for us to beat the Czech Republic and and maybe go through. I think the boys would be disappointed how that happened. But we lost to two fantastic goals, I have to be honest. And a
1: lot of nerves. A
0: lot of nerves, but I agree with you. I think we've got a lot of good players. And and I think this experience will stand us in good stead for Mm. for Qatar, hopefully, in 18 months' time. And and I'm just so hopeful that... Um, as we sit here, hopefully in, in 18 months' time, Scotland are going to be arriving on these shows. Yeah. Uh,
1: plenty more to come, of course. All of it covered with us on B In Sports. Arsene Wenger turning up now to join our coverage. Mm. Peter Schmeichel, Marcel Desai, Hullett, Gianfranco, Zola. Uh, I mean, not bad. Uh, Paul Robinson, Jason McAteer. Th- 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 these are good guys. Um, oh, and, did he uh, we do me? and we thank them for their contribution Absolutely. Um, so far so um, uh, you can follow us on Insta and Twitter I mention this every week at Keys and Grey Pod A-N-D uh, Keys and Grey Pod new listeners uh, welcome all please do follow or subscribe on your favourite pod platform uh, rate and review um, and we get Andy, every week I start with this, this uh, little quiz to see yes. how astute you are. It took you to the Horseshoe Bar to get Glasgow yes, last week. Yes, well, that was a um, giveaway. Well, <laughs> let's let's see. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, this is a country that's been in the news of late, so I'll give you that. And they also continue to take part at the Euros. Where am I? Think Bangen Olufsen, Sweden. No, Denmark. In the right top class. There we go. <laughs> Jacobson's Egg Chair and the yeah. Sydney Opera House were conceived there. Uh, a whole host of TV thrillers, such as Borgen, uh, The Killing and the Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've got a whole lot more clues. But it is uh, Copenhagen, capital of Denmark, where figures spiked last week. Oh. And uh, it's great to have your company Excellent. once again. I like Denmark, <laughs> by the way, I like, and I love Copenhagen.
0: I went to, <laughs> Do you know I went to the MTV Awards in Copenhagen? Can you believe I went there? Why would
1: I go to the MTV Awards? <laughs> <laughs> That was my question. Why would you go to the MTV Awards well, if they were in London? Why, what, uh, I, I, Denmark? I
0: think if I, if I, if I'm memory serves me, I think I won it, and when I was at a dinner, it was oh, it auction, was an auction prize. You like didn't an win it;
1: you spent a fortune on well, it. Maybe I did. Yes.
0: Maybe, I, maybe it was a good for a good cause. Yes. And and me and Rachel went to the MTV Awards
1: at Copenhagen. Do you remember trying to buy monkey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at a boxing event. There was a new digital channel. Was it? Was it, IT ITV? ITV, it was. Yeah, wasn't it was ITV. Monkey. And they Monkey. Who was that comedian? Uh yes, uh, Slim Down. Yeah. He, yeah. Um Monkey. Hey, the lad from the north. <laughs> yeah. And he'd got this monkey. Um, and I'm sat next to and and you wanted to buy the monkey. Yes. Because obviously they were trailing the launch of this new channel. Yes. And you wanted to buy the monkey so you could step into the ring, yes. rip its arm off and kick it back out. Yes. But when the price got to £10,000, <laughs> I, I thought that was a little excessive. <laughs> he's, he's still it trying still to put his arm it? It up. You said put me, it down. Why do you
0: want that? I said, I don't want that. I just want to go in there and volley it out of the ring. <laughs> We were had one or two glasses of wine with making my my mental choices. I'm pleased to
1: say maybe I'd had a little less than you. And and it would have been very expensive wine had you ended up with it. It would have been very expensive. Messi set to stay at Barcelona. (laughs) What a surprise. Yeah, what a surprise. We knew that. With a rise in salary. Probably. Yeah. Um, this made me smile. I must say, Marcus Rashford talking yesterday. The manager told us about his penalty miss. A <laughs> lot of these boys Andy, weren't even born. The manager told us about his penalty miss. That did age me. Oh yeah. Gareth Southgate's 86. miss against the-, uh-huh. <laughs> the What would he tell him? I missed. I missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hit it quite well, but I missed. Well, he didn't hit it very well. It It was a shocking pen. It was an every pen. Awful. Now, this also fascinated me yesterday. Um, John Cross has written this, and uh, he's not alone. Obviously, it was the theme of the press conference. The headline is, Grealish may miss out as Three Lions plan big changes. Now, for Gareth Southgate, replace his name with Big Sam's and see how you would react to this. Go ahead. Big Sam is ready to ring the changes again after admitting England have to find different ways to win and that will put Jack Grealish's place in the starting lineup for Tuesday's last 16 tie under threat at uh, Southgate Sam for the purposes of this exercise Sam wants to get more set piece specialists into his team admitting they have not been good enough now we we kind of because it's Gareth Southgate mm-hmm. Okay, well, because nine of England's goals at the last World Cup came from set, set pieces. Players. I
0: know I said that to you ages ago. Was so, a set piece so Gareth
1: Southgate Cup. is thinking of reverting to becoming a team that can only score from set pieces, or are more threatening from set pieces than a team that can win football matches in open play. I repeat, if <laughs> Sam Allardyce had said that, <laughs> there would have been questions in the Houses of Parliament. Yeah. So you see perceptions, oh, perceptions, as I often say, absolutely. But I am staggered, he, he, even even. Gareth's thought process that might lead him to conclude that he should leave Jack Grealish out in order to bring in a, I don't know, a Trippier? Uh, I'm sorry, are we, are we saying Jack Grealish cannot take free kick? We are saying that he wants more set-piece specialists. So Trippier will be in, Mount will be in, yes. Foden will be in. If they can get them uh, clear of, of their COVID issue, I'll yes. they are Tuesday.
0: But it's whether they've, they're trained enough, I guess. But certainly Mount. It's whether Mount's trained enough or not.
1: Without Mount or Foden or Kieran, uh, Kieran, or <laughs> Kieran Trippier, for that matter, England struggled to get their set-piece oh, delivery against the correct, the yeah. with Calvin, Phillips and Shaw on corners, uh, which reinforced a theme. Here we go. At the 2018 World Cup, nine of England's goals came from set-pieces. Wow. Four corners, two free kicks, three penalties, two of which were one on corners. I mean, is that what we are reduced to? Is uh, Is that what we're talking about with England? Well... You, you only have to look at England's last, I think,
0: six, seven results. Apart from Scotland, when they didn't score, they've won the games 1-0, every one of them. That doesn't suggest to me a, a free-flowing, uh, exciting, vibrant, attacking side that, that, that not what we promised, but everyone alluded to that that's what England were going to be. With, with a the handbrake off. Yeah, with the handbrake off and the young brigade in. That they were going to be free flowing and create chances and score goals and have goalkeepers making all sorts of things. Kane sales.
1: dropping deep and Sterling running beyond it's and not,
0: Foden. It's not happened, Richard. They they are they they are so far. Now, it might they might they might flick a switch and suddenly find it again, and and they might go and destroy Germany. I'm not sure, sure they
1: will, but uh, that is what England have been. So England are planning to take the Germans on with with their 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 weapon of choice being set pieces.
0: Yeah quite a big sided gemmers though when i look at them as well
1: yeah they are but but you're you're really missing my point Go on. i'm trying to to say to you i i repeat once again yes, they are taking them on. if that was sam yes
0: he would be pilloried yes he would yeah i i can imagine headline.
1: is that what we've come to sam yes <laughs> <laughs> that would be point staggering Uh, We shall talk on about the Euros in just a moment. Anyway, here's this money-making plan. Many will remember the afternoon in 2013 when Andy Murray ended a 77-year drought in British men's tennis and won Wimbledon, yeah? Yeah. Well, he's now cashing in on the craze for non-fungible tokens. Stay with me. I'm with you. NFTs have become popular in the art world over the past year. They act like digital certificates of authenticity. Mm -hmm. A digital item, such as an image, Video or text is given a special token or unique code, it's marked as being specifically owned by someone through the use of blockchain technology, which is like a digital ledger. So, what you can do is what he has done that moment when he won Wimbledon. He has put onto a screen, you can the copyright to the video footage r- remains elsewhere, but the buyer of this moment will receive. It in a looping video on a museum-quality screen for display at home or in a gallery. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so there's the screen. It just looks like an ordinary photo frame. It does. And that image of him winning Wimbledon loops, and you can have that at home. So I own that. Uh huh. So it's just like a video. <laughs> oh yeah. Is it just... an image? Is it just an image? No, it, no, no. Well, I suppose picture. it's like a video if it's you, like it, if you, you want to video, use no, it. No, no. You buy different... the digital moment. Yes. But the difference
0: between me, say, having a, a video of that moment of Andy Murray's is that you get uh, authentic, authentication from Andy to say to say yes. yes
1: that's right. Yes,
0: it's like for instance, I, I've got a guitar.
1: Also on offer are twenty NFTs of the moment Murray lifted his trophy at four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars each. Wow! And fifty of his post win interviews for four hundred ninety nine. So. There you go. I mean, this this is. Wow. The one, the one, the best one is the one that you'll find on YouTube uh, post 1984 when you admitted you headed it out of Sherwood's hands. I never. You did. You did. You you said he'd got his hands on it. And I remember. thinking straight. Well, well, no, you can say that now. But you did say (coughs) that. I headed it from his hands. I thought I said I headed it through his hands. You can just see there, you see? You can just see there. Italian <laughs> artist sells invisible sculpture for more than £12,000. So, See, this is the... Re- these, these invisible sculptor. <laughs> well, sculpture. Yes. So you can't see it. Well, no. It, you you'd actually don't physically own the painting, but you, you own it digitally, yes. So you see, a, this, this, is, this, this has unending possibilities. Unending. All right, I'll
0: have to get my head round up. You've just surprised me with that. Well, I, I have, but I, I mean, yeah.
1: I, I can see it. You, the, yeah. the wheels turning in your You're mind are thinking, we, we could we could go this it route, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> have I got a lot of good moments? Yeah, I've got no bad, actually. <laughs> well, actually, you, you have. Me. Yeah, I've got a yeah. few good moments. And yeah. two trophies in the museum in Scotland in the Football and the, Hall of Fame. Comfort. In a cupboard somewhere that yeah. the, 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 they lost. Do you wish to tell that story? Well, it's, it, it's outrageous.
0: No, it was, it, if, if, if you have heard it, excuse me, but yes, <laughs> I was obviously the first to win the Young Player and Player of the Year, the PFA, and very proud to do so.
1: And only two other players yeah, have done so. Yeah. Gareth, you see, you could sell these moments, Gareth yeah. Bale and Cristiano.
0: Yeah, and Cristiano, the only other two that have managed to achieve that. Obviously, the only Scott to have done it. So about 10 years ago, I think it was, key, the the museum at Hamden called me and said... And the, Hall the, the Hall of Fame Museum? The of The
1: one that they won't invite you into? Yes. In the, Scotland?
0: The, the Hall of Fame that I'm not good enough to get into. That's yes, right, That yeah. one. Okay. And um, I said, yeah, of course. I, that's, I'd be very honoured to... They wanted to borrow your trophies. ...to let you have the trophies and exhibit them at the, at the museum. And then about four years ago, three years ago, four years ago, I think it was, I went up to Glasgow to see my brother, Willie, and I took Rachel, my father-in-law's dad, and my father-in-law's, Rachel's dad, my father-in-law, Alan... And I thought, well, now would be a good time to go and see these because I hadn't seen them. Yeah. You know, I hadn't been to Glasgow. So I, I, we drove over to Hamden. It was quiet, obviously, mid, midweek. I walked in. Never mind a, all the periphery. Just right. get to the point. So get into the museum, walk around the whole museum, uh, no trophies. I went, oh, okay. Uh, so I, as, I, as we were getting to the end, I said to a guy who was there looking after things, I said, excuse me. He said, uh, yeah, obviously he knew who it was. Just, Can I help you, Andy. He says, "Um, my trophies, he said, I I loaned them to the museum many years ago and I just wondered where they were. I've got my father in law up here, so I was wanting to show him them. Uh, He looked kind of sheepish, a little embarrassed, but not as embarrassed as I was a minute later when he said, uh, Well, uh, they're in a cupboard at the moment, Andy. I went, What? They're in a cupboard. They're in a cupboard. (laughs) Did they identify the cupboard for you? They didn't identify the cupboard. Have they ever found the cupboard? I think they found the cupboard and I had conversations with somebody there by email and I asked him that if that's all he felt they were worth to be put in a cupboard, could he organise them to be sent back to my house and my family? Uh, So you got them back then? No, no. Oh, you've not got them back? No, because of the pandemic, Ah, they were unable to get them back to me. So as we sit now... Strange
1: part. how that would be affected, that, that getting two trophies back yeah, well, to you because of they, the pandemic.
0: No. I've not been able to get them, and I've not heard from them for about. So,
1: a, a moment in history and a very proud moment in your <laughs> yeah, career yes. that only two players of world class caliber have gone on to replicate. <laughs> uh, your two trophies are stuck in a cupboard somewhere yes. at the Hall of Fame yes. that they won't invite you into in Scotland. Yes. And, and, and <laughs> they, they were happy to borrow your trophies but took them off display. Yes. Right. Uh, but I, I was so, if you're told, listening,
0: I was told that I was Scottish nominated Hall of Fame. once. I was t- told I was nominated oh, right. once for the Hall of, Scottish Hall of Football Hall of Fame, but it was a part- the exact words were it was a particularly
1: good year, Andy. Ah, so you never made it, and, okay. thought, wow, and have there some, haven't been any we other must years have some since. Good players that year. <laughs> It's a disgrace. Oh. Honestly, oh. As, as Tim Lovejoy used to say, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It is, I'm afraid. And those <laughs> of you that have, have uh, for whatever reason, decided that that should be the case, hang your heads in shame. <laughs> and if you can find the cupboard and the trophies that are in that cupboard, yes. do please, now that things are a little easier in the UK, send them back to Andy. Maybe maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a call. See, Andy, they're actually on show now. I would like to think that any Scott listening that enjoyed your career and your subsequent television career since would, would pick a phone up and start to make a bit of a fuss about it. Not least, the daily record. <laughs> the daily record, yeah. If it's in the record, it must be true. That's what your mother used to My say used every to time you got <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Wasn't me, mum. Wasn't me, mum. Well, Andrew, it's in the record. It and if it's in the true. daily record, it must be true. <laughs> bless her. <God> bless <laughs> her. Right, uh, let's get our minds back on the Euros, which I, I, I started out by saying I really have enjoyed. Yeah. The, last, the last day of the group matches was oh. fantastic, wasn't it? Oh. How it ebbed and flowed. I mean, three group different F. teams were going out. Well... It was
0: an amazing evening for Group F because there were eight goals scored in the two games that we were watching. And every time a goal got scored, it changed it. So it wasn't like somebody went one up, two up, so it didn't change it when the second goal went in. Somebody went one up, then it was 1-1. One, one. Then somebody else went one up, then it was 1-1. One, one. Then somebody went two up,
1: then it was 2-2. Two, two. Then somebody else went 2-1 <laughs> up, then it was 2-2. Two, two. So every goal changed the group. Which saw Germany going home, yeah. France going home, Hungary going. No, Portugal. Going sorry, home. Portugal.
0: Portugal. Sorry, Portugal going. Portugal. We're yeah. going home. Portugal for uh, Portugal, Germany, and Hungary. At That's various times, and that evening, were all bottom of that group.
1: And and for for eighty minutes, uh, Portugal and France really went at it until they finally oh. realised e- enough. Enough they, they, is they, enough. We, yeah, we made the point. Yeah. I remember <laughs>
0: Portugal had the ball way about five minutes ago, and the GM has just backed off to the halfway line yeah. and went back. Oh,
1: Ronaldo and shit. Benzema. Yeah, okay, fine too. Right? Yeah, yeah, good, fine, okay. Yeah. But it was a great night. Boys. Um, our guest this week. Is a former international team manager. He's managed uh, a host, as it turned out, of clubs. It was one of the originals, Andy, that started his career at Grantham Town, Wickham Wanderers, Wickham Wanderers and huh? started working his way Three through weeks, from uh, the bottom to eventually surface as one of the best ever uh, British football managers. You took
0: that route now, and remember, Big Ron Atkinson was another. He took that route. Yeah, he did from non-league football.
1: Paul Lambert, yeah, Paul did who same. followed Martin yeah. through through many of the, f- the same clubs, yeah.
0: but fewer and fewer do it now. Do now it.
1: these days, you step out of a high profile career and uh, straight, straight in. into a job. Yeah, I anyway,
0: John Terry got his. Uh Y- y- yes if, uh, well done JT, well yeah. done JT.
1: I, I think that's important just to again uh, mm. uh, uh, go off at a tangent I think it's really important that players that don't have to work anymore mm. it's different from your day I know you had to you had, oh. to, you had to go into you were a Republican or you sold insurance that was a, that was two. those were the two choices <laughs> if you didn't have a career in insurance. football but these guys are rich enough to never have to work yeah, again to but work that's again. not the point no. it, it's really good to see Steven Gerrard Frank Lampard uh, and now John Terry Wayne Rooney yep saying, I want to stay involved. Mm. The other option, your option as a a, a TV professional was unique when you started. Now everybody's Everybody's doing it. But I want to see those people that have had a career put their necks on the line Mm -hmm. and have a go. Yeah. And Uh, good luck to JT. Yeah, good luck to him. Our our guest this week is uh, the former Ireland manager, Mm -hmm. Martin O'Neill. Excellent. So Martin, uh, how are you? Yes, how are you?
2: I'm, I'm fine, Richard. I'm fine. Andy,
1: are the two of you okay? Uh, we, we're good, Martin. But, but uh, I, I'll be honest now. Yeah. Okay, go we we th- this is how the morning has unfolded for on. us. We've we've called Martin twice. Yes. No answer. Yes. Now Martin has a reputation for being um, unreliable, right. is unfair, um, occasionally difficult to get hold of. Right. So I've just texted Paul Lambert. Okay. Who um, who we know well, and yeah. it's very good. And Martin obviously knows extremely well. Um, so I said that struggling to get a hold of Martin. <clears> any thoughts? <throat> he said he'll come back to you in three months.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, does right? <laughs>
2: And and you, you two think that's funny, do you? <laughs> Obviously, and and
0: he, 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 <laughs> obviously
2: he's just, just texted, he
1: just said, Brilliant, pass on my regards to him, out walking the dog. So there we are, there's Lambo's regards this morning. Who was for a short right. time your replacement, Martin, if we oh. couldn't have got you. <laughs> you you
2: you did you did you did say that it would be an ex directory number that would come up. I and did. um and a next directory number usually means a non ID. Ah, uh, well, okay, well, okay. I'm, Fortunately, on this occasion, in the two times you called, it did come up. It came up and, and it, it identified itself. And I, I didn't want to take the call in case it was the police.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'm glad you've taken us down that route. Yeah. Andy's going to look at me okay. now and wonder what on earth I'm talking yeah, about, I Martin. But I, I need to know, before we talk Euros, what was it about the James Hanratty case oh. that turned you into a criminologist?
2: Are you being serious now? Yes, least, I am being yeah?
1: serious. I'm being very serious. Yes.
2: Well, um, James Hanratty was hanged in 19, 1962 uh, for um, for a murder of which he claimed that he he never committed. Correct. And uh, it uh, it was obviously in the early 60s when uh, when television, perhaps only maybe only had two stations: ITV BBC. It became a big, big, it became obviously a very big case. And so it floated his way because James Hanratty's father was Irish. It came over towards, oh. uh, towards Ireland as well. And um, I was uh, about nine or ten at the time going to primary school. And um, the, the name, the name was very, very significant because I'd never heard the name Hanratty before. My mother seemed to be well versed in the case. She told me about it. And... Uh, my interest was spurred from there, from then on. So uh, I followed it uh, religiously uh, right through. And then when I came to, uh, when I came to England as a as a young professional player, I um I visited the uh, particular sites of of significance during the the case. So that 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 was it. In fact, in 19, he was hanged in 1962, and in 1969, his father. There's a photograph of his father in Marble Arch, I think, holding a sign up saying that his son was, uh, was innocent and who was standing beside him but none other than John Lennon. Was he?
1: Really? Wow. Well, there's a very good answer. Uh, yes. Two things then. One, it became a lifelong obsession, didn't it, your, your interest in criminology, and two, was yes. Hanratty guilty?
2: Um, well, that's, that's a very good point. I, I think that um, I, I was very, very, very fortunate to be able to speak to the, um, the young, the very young barrister at the time, he was only 33 in 1962. Uh, unfortunately he's died now, um, Michael Sherrard, and, um, he was very young in fact, And um, but he, um, he took the case on behalf of Hamrati, formed obviously a relationship with him over the uh, weeks and months that, uh, that, uh, that he was waiting to be, to be tried. And uh, I had uh, I had about three or four hours with him in the, uh, in the year 2000. That was absolutely fascinating. And at that stage, uh, you know, you'd always think that barristers would have a fair idea about their, their particular client. And uh, he thought that uh, he thought that James was uh, was innocent. Uh, what has happened is since? Of course, there was much DNA. DNA has, has mm. uh, grew dramatically over the years, and I think that the they dug up James's body, and they feel as if that um, that the connection was there. And, yes, and but the, uh, the,
1: the problem with that, Martin, is we know those of us that have a mild interest in this kind of thing is contaminated evidence from the scene is not very reliable, I, is it?
2: Right. I think that, that was that. That was one of the and the one of the arguments. So uh, I, you know, I it would be. I think that uh, then more to the point, I think Michael Sherard was. Interviewed about it afterwards, and he said, "Well, uh, if if James was guilty, then you know at, at least there wasn't a, a, a miscarriage of justice. Then, if that's the case, but well, you got the impression from 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 uh, uh, Sherard that he was he was still dubious about it all. Mm.
1: Was he in real or was he in Liverpool? Anyone that's vaguely interested in this." Um, do please continue to investigate online. But seriously, though, Martin, there have been other cases. That, I mean, I've heard tales of when you were in charge of football teams stopping buses to get off and look at scenes of, of fascination to you. Are, are these stories true?
2: Um, well, I, I didn't particularly stop buses. You know, I <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was usually to get John Robertson some. Yeah. Some
0: fish
2: and chips <laughs> and twenty fags, <laughs> yeah, that number of cigarettes before he obliterated every every right back in Europe yes. at the time. You know, despite despite the, the, despite the fish and chips and the and the twenty five fags, but um, no, I I've, yeah, there's a, a very famous case in um, up in Liverpool. Funnily enough, Richard, for you were uh, for quite a number of years mm. and. Um, and you would have known Clive Tillsley quite, yes. quite well. Yes, of Clive. course. And I I think I was playing for Norwich City at the time and we were up playing I think it was Everton the night there on the for the Saturday. And um and uh, so he came over to the hotel that we were staying in on the Friday night for a cup of tea. So obviously, since he was driving the car, I I marched him out to the car and told him, let's <laughs> let's go to let's head off to these uh, particular spots. A very very interesting uh, note. The case was 1931, where um, where again um, uh, Herbert Wallace, uh, an insurance man, was uh, was. Uh, accused and found guilty of killing his wife in Wolverton Street near Anfield, believe it or not. On, he knows all and, this. And he is the first man, he was uh, convicted, but he was the first man in British criminal history, I think, to to be get off in the, on um, on appeal. And, of course, unfortunately, he died when people thought that he had done the, the murder, when in actual fact, I think, something came to light about 50 years later, which Radio City Liverpool covered the case, I think around about, uh, well, 1981, 82 time. And, um, and I think there's, uh, there's, uh, uh, there are absolutely grave doubts that, uh, that, um, that Herbert Wallace was, was guilty. And, um, but then I grave doubts about that. However, so I had to go to a couple of the spots just to have a little look at
1: <laughs> And We dined in the Casa Italia later, I think, <laughs> I, I, if my memory serves me correct, <laughs> in Stanley Street. But these are the things that that, that, that you don't know Probably about don't, Martin O'Neill no that we do now. And no and idea. It, honestly, yeah. he's, a, he's a, an absolute mine of information when it comes to s- cases of this nature.
2: The, 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 problem, the, problem, the problem with that, the problem was that there was that um, when I was running around on a Friday night wasting energy doing that, uh, your and Andy Gray was nicely tucked up in bed and then throwing a hat at the next. Is that right? yeah. wow. And I and, and then I want to know why I was taken off in the twenty fourth minute. With absolutely knackered.
1: Let me tell you, let me tell you, Martin. If I know Andy, he certainly wasn't tucked up. Well, uh, yes, he, he, he wasn't tucked up in his bed. Now, <laughs> he may to have, to have been somebody else's. Not <laughs> No, I
2: Friday night, very much in bed I don't know where this conversation is going But you get, <laughs> but you get, but, but you to, get my good have got
0: to hunt from Hanrati to Andy Gray's sleeping habits <laughs> on a Friday night it's, am, it's,
2: it's amazing how quickly they connect <laughs> <laughs> Right, let, let's, talk, let's talk about the real
1: reason we no. rang Martin If you don't mind I, you, I've, I've just said I've I've said it so often during this tournament, I am really, really excited about the football we've been watching. I I repeat the phrase I've used uh, today in this podcast, Martin, but also on air here. I hope we've reached the high watermark of tippy-tappy passing because this football tournament has been exceptional for seeing teams want to score goals and get on the front foot, hasn't it?
2: Well, and that's your opinion, Richard. So it's going oh, to but... stick to it. <laughs> oh, of course,
0: well I <laughs> <laughs> the... you won't You won't be surprised to hear that
1: he thinks his opinion is the only one that matters, Mark. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Cluffy would not have endorsed the sort of football yeah. we've had to endure for ten years. Oh, no. Sorry, carry on, Martin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually I am enjoying it immensely, Richard. I, absolutely, and uh, and games that I've been unable to see live then obviously I would watch the, watch the highlights. So, so some, uh, some particular matches maybe catching maybe 20 minutes of highlights is not the same, but mostly uh, I've been able to see quite a number of games live and I must admit, for the most part, I've, uh, I've, I've enjoyed them.
0: Martin, does it change then? But if you're watching a group games, I mean, are we likely to see attitudes and, uh, and, and, and how teams go about it change now we're in the knocking stages?
2: Well. It'll be interesting, Andy. But I'll tell you why. I think I think that the side that that you know, obviously, their um, e- each country has has their own expectation when right. they when they come to the when they come to the tournament. For instance, you you wouldn't have thought you you will not think that Ukraine no. or, in fairness, Sweden would actually probably go on to or e- even feel that they could go on and win the win the competition. Yeah, Sweden. Sweden have a great habit of, of, of qualifying. It's just a, a nice habit they have, and uh, the Ukraine haven't done, done for quite some considerable time. So their, their their expectation they have now they've now made it through to the group stages. So perhaps there might be there might be a feeling about someone like that there that, that they can go and express themselves now that they have made it, and that regardless of what happens, unless they take an absolute hiding in some game, that they come back with some glory. Now obviously that doesn't apply to the likes. Of England, uh, Belgium, Italy, um, uh, you I know, and France, for instance, you know, uh, and so the the is higher. So I don't know. I think I think the first thing, regardless of anything, is that, that those teams who have, uh, you don't want to go out. For instance, Germany are an eight minutes away from elimination. Yeah. The other, well, well yes, you know, of and, and, and that would have been absolutely shocking to the coach who's actually won the World Cup. So yeah, I know he's leaving now at this minute, but they're, the great Germans are eight minutes away from 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 being knocked out of the tournament. Now that now that now that they, it, they got through that, there is a possibility that they could maybe open up and and again. Yeah. playing. Who, who knows? But I don't. I, I'm I'm hoping, if if you're in agreement with me here in this aspect, that they're now now that they're they're into the knockout. I'm hoping that we'll not go back again to to uh, to to a fear factor. I do. I, I, you know what? I don't really imagine it. I think that, I think that, uh, I think the competition has definitely opened up. Yeah. And I agree with Richard. I have enjoyed it immensely. And I, I, And there's actually no reason now for teams to go back into the shell again.
1: No, uh, let, let's hope not. Well, on that subject, we've also discussed a long overdue change from UEFA, that the way goals don't count double anymore. But um, that's taking his office as yeah. a tangent. And I, I, but whilst we're on it, do, do you agree? I mean, I... I Andy and I have been great advocates of this change for some time.
2: I do. I, you know, yeah, it's, it's come upon me. And there are, there are, times, there are times when I've, you know, I've been with a club in Europe where I thought that that, that I thought that the rule was kind of nonsensical. And there are other times when you think, you know, you've, you've drawn at home, let's say, at Selly Park. You've drawn at home and you think, well, if we can get a goal here at Anfield or something. I guess here we're, yeah. we're, we're right in business. So I've had mixed views over during the time, but I, I, I no, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I really wouldn't disagree with you I, 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 on that aspect. From,
0: Can- what, from what you've seen in in the European Championships, Martin, who who has impressed you most, or, or are they, I just get the impression that most of the most of the nations haven't quite hit top form yet. Would that be fair?
2: I I, I also agree with that, Henry, as well. Too, you're you're right. I tell you who I tell you who I I feel. I feel it. I feel that Italy have come out of their shell and want to go forward. And whatever you say about Vincini at least he's, he's, he's gone. He's got them. Not, I, they have actually surprised me yeah. because I thought that I, I thought that they might be a little a little more do, and uh, and that they would um, uh, that they would just hang in there. Maybe maybe not attack as often as they've done. But, you know, sometimes when you start a competition and things go well for you, let's say for the first half of the game, and you think, hey, do you know what? This isn't so bad. Actually, we can actually go forward. And some of these players, I'm sure, the, the, the forwards of Italy, have always been wanting to, to express themselves in the manner in which they are doing that. So I think, well, of course, I, mean, I, I, I think they play Austria, don't they, now in the in the... Yeah. whatever you say that will not be easy but they have been they've been good now have they been the best team I'm not so sure about that there's always been a I think that England have got a they've got a lot of a lot of talent to choose from and you always feel it is the case uh, in, in in England particularly, it's always about the players who are not playing. You know that. I noticed the other day the con- the conversations are brilliant, and it's a thing that drives it drives coaches absolutely mad when they go and do a press conference and they find out. Well, uh, why did you not start? Excuse me. Why did you not start? <laughs> Why did you not start Sancho? Well, actually, you told me to start Greeley's a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, uh, and uh, and and I did that. And I thought I'd pre- I thought I'd uh, please you all by starting Greeley's So now you want me to start Sancho. And, and re- remarkably, I don't think the rules have changed, but you're only allowed eleven players any one time. So it's, it's, it's really it's really funny, but uh, you know. Honestly, the, the, the weekend, I, I, I have to say to you that um, I'm, I was actually getting withdrawal symptoms here for a couple of days when there's been no football. Yeah. So I'm, the, the weekend, I'm genuinely looking forward to it. it be great.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the inevitable question, Martin. Um, is there one case that you haven't investigated that you would <laughs> like to? <laughs> uh,
2: Yes, it would be. It would be your brain. Richard, you know? Oh God, no matter. No, yeah. don't go in there. You'd
0: never
1: get yeah, out. You'd in, never get out.
2: Fair, well, and in fairness, <laughs> aren't they, that wouldn't take
1: too long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it was a better question than can England win it? <laughs> <laughs> Martin, well, we are very grateful to you. It's been really fun. So, Thank you very much. No, I, I
2: really enjoyed I hope you two are fine and, uh, and keeping well. We're good, okay. Martin. If not a little hot, we're good. <laughs> that's brilliant. Really Thanks. brilliant. Thanks, brilliant. buddy. Nice,
1: nice to Martin. talk. Thanks, okay. Martin. Not uh, a problem. To- uh, bye. Bye. He's such fun. Yeah, it's I'd good. like to think, Andy, that's the first time that Martin has spoken to anybody and not talked about his time at Nottingham Forest. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. I kept waiting... <laughs> I'm waiting for you around to Cluffy, but... We only mentioned Cluffy
1: once. No, they there's they so to, much more to him. Yeah. He's a fascinating man. And I'd like to think that at some point he finds his way back into the game as well. Um, I really do. Now, I can see what you're looking at. Mm. Uh, uh, has any of this struck a chord with you no, yet? No,
0: I've, I'm just reading about a boy who's bought... Let me get this
1: right. A sculpture that doesn't exist... Correct. ...for £12,000. Correct. There's art being sold online, uh-huh. digitally, for millions. Right. Now, I think if we have an auction and we get the toffees there,
0: uh-huh.
1: right on mass, we can sell all of these moments, and someone's going to have a very special memory. For instance, I mean, Steve Sherwood, Sherwood might buy it. It could be it could be something that he would feel as though he needed to to to, to look at on a loop in his lounge. <laughs> I don't want to look at that too often. But look, the
0: work finds significance in its nothingness. Exactly. I want, I want, what do you want? I want twelve thousand dollars for nothing. There you go, deal.
1: Obviously, That's what it looks like. It's gone it? Bad. It, it's <laughs> Obviously uh, when I was talking earlier, it was with some irony. But... The vacuum
0: is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it, there is nothing
1: left. <laughs> Yeah, this is <laughs> it's just—it's a great—it's better than cryptocurrency. Uh, <laughs> put them in the same
0: bin. <laughs> that would be it. Uh, uh,
1: well, that was fun. I enjoyed that. that was... um, any any thoughts of your own on the euros before we go? No,
0: I mean I'm looking like you. I've enjoyed it immensely, and I'm just hoping, like Martin said earlier, i, I when you get to the knockout stages. I think then that does become a fear factor. It mm. really does. You don't want to concede the first goal. You don't want to go one behind when you're playing. Think of the game. Some of the games are going to see Belgium against Portugal. You wouldn't want to go one down in that game. You know, um, there are big games. It's England against Germany. Would you want to go one down in that game? Probably not, you know. Not if
1: you're England, because well, you if, don't. You, if
0: you've only been winning games by one, you're in big trouble. Big trouble. it so penalties. Stats tell us that any team who scores first, then I think 80% of the time, you don't lose the game. Mm. So... I just hope then that, that that the fear of losing the first goal doesn't encompass all their thought processes and the, and the coaches still encourage the teams to go and play. Um, but no, I've enjoyed it. Look forward to it. As I say, sad for my country. I, I think we did okay. And if we move on from there, as you say, I think they're a really good group of lads. I really do. Um, everyone I know who knows them better than I do speaks really highly of them. Uh, and I hope... You know, you, you learn more from your failures in life, Richard, than you do from your successes. That might sound strange, but I believe it to be true. Uh, and if, if we've learned from this little episode, short though it was, and can take it into qualification to Qatar next year and get to Qatar and, and improve and get out of the knockout stages... That'll be great. That'll be great. Mm. Then we will see Scottish football moving on because we've stood f- still for far too long. We haven't moved forward at all.
1: Uh, now you found us. Tell your mates that we're available. You can uh, get straight to us uh, on on uh, Alexa or similar devices. Just ask to I download went for the pod Alexa last week. You didn't. I did. I, sh- I went in the shop and shouted Alexa. Yeah, Nobody answered. You <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get in touch on Insta and Twitter at keys and Pod and keys and Pod. <laughs> And we look forward to spending time with you next week. Thank you, in the meantime, for your company.
2: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.